and welcome to this podcast on the different types of content you can post on social media as a business. My name's Lisa Mitchell and I'm the Head of Marketing at Promosphere. Our first podcast was on the current COVID-19 situation and how communication during these times is really important and it basically went over what to do in the particular crisis and how not using communications and the marketing side of of communications to to tell people what's going on in your business could actually have a detrimental effect. We've also done a podcast on some top tips for working at home using video platforms um, and some of the best ones to use and some of the features. So if that sounds interesting to you, head over to our website, promosphere.co.uk, where you'll find it there. And you can also visit our Spotify channel too. So in this edition, we're going to talk about social media and basically what type of content to put out on social media. A lot of companies tend to open a social media channel and think, great, done my part, put a post out, and then they don't tend to put anything again. Um, Some people don't really know what to put out on social media. There are different social media channels out there. Some are more of a professional networking channel, such as LinkedIn. And then you've got the more fun channels, such as Instagram and Facebook. It can be quite difficult to decide what content to put on these and not all content would fit those channels. Um, So again, it's about what channels you've got, how you use them and the type of content you put out on there. So social media is obviously a free digital platform. Um, It's great to use because it is free and you can reach a lot of customers. You can promote your products and services to people all around the world reaching massive audiences and potential customers and in January 2020 there were 3.8 billion users on social media Um, so it's never been more easier to target your customers more precisely. When I say precisely a lot of people that are on social media will either check your page, you have followers, Um, If you were to do a social media marketing campaign, for example, you can really drill down and tailor that campaign to write down to what type of movie your client likes or your customer likes. It's really, really precise targeting method, something that in years gone by, marketeers didn't have. So using these channels is is brilliant for that. So what we're going to do is go down to basically say what not to do on social media, which sounds really, really stupid, but I've seen it in so many businesses and so many times where the content's wrong or there's the links insane. So I'm just going to go over what not to do. But just before I do that, one of the biggest bugbearers as a marketing consultant that I see is companies opening a social media uh, channel opening a page and sometimes I have about three four which depending on what you do as a business can be excessive if you're product based it can work but pick your channels the biggest thing to do is picking your key channels and what would work for you as a business you know if you've not got a lot of images for example in what you do if you're service based for example then don't open an Instagram channel 
because there's no point. Unless you can regularly post images or a video, then there isn't much point in having an Instagram channel. So just really think about your channels. Okay, so let's look at what not to do on social media. And this isn't just about the type of content you're posting. These are just do's and don'ts. So a lot of companies sign up for social media channels, but they often break some cardinal rules. Number one being don't post often enough or at all. So companies often set up social media channels and post for the first time, maybe the first few months, and then forget to post or just completely drop off. Customers are a lot savvier now when purchasing. And if you go over to a company, you go over to the company's website, as would I, if I'm looking to make a purchase, but I'd also go over to the social media channels too, to see what you're saying, see what your reviews are, see what other people are saying about your company and your brand. So if the channel hasn't posted for over six months or longer, this can give a really negative view of the company. It may make customers think, are you even in business? So it's really important to keep that content going. And as a business, you should always have something to say and something to tell your followers. You may think that's really difficult, but if, if your business is active, then there are things to say about your business. Maybe it's about a new product. Maybe it's about a new service you're offering. Maybe it's about a big contract that you've won or an award you've been nominated for. There's always things to say as a business. Number two, try not to sell. There's nothing more off-putting to a page follower than a company constantly trying to sell to you. It's great to hear about your products and services, but constant posting, trying to sell, can come off as a little bit desperate and can lead to you losing page followers, which is not a good thing. The general rule when posting on social media is that you can tell followers about your great offers, but not all the time. Think about a rule of 80-20. So 80% should be about content that your users want to know about. It can be about your business, but it's got to be informative and it's got to be great news about your business. But think about what you're giving to them. They want to read stuff that's in it for them, something interesting. The other side, the 20%, can be sales something about an offer. Don't just say, buy my products, buy my services, because that just switches people off. Encourage them, give them, a, give them a solution to a problem that your service or your product can provide. Give them an offer, an introductory offer. That type of sales post is more than fine because it's in the interest of the user. So don't be too pushy because you can cleverly disguise sales messages. So that was then what not to post. So what do you post? Well, there's quite a lot really. <laughs> As a business, like I said earlier, you should have plenty to say. And there are different ways and different mediums to say it too. So could have gone to 10, but we've got nine nine different types of content that you can share on social media to engage your audience. And we're gonna take you through them now. So, number one, curated content. Some companies may struggle to come up with new and exciting and original content on a regular basis. Because let's be fair, there's a big time investment in creating a new blog, a new podcast, a new video. It isn't 
always because they haven't got anything to say. It is time and sometimes resources in terms of the amount of money to produce these things. Especially if you don't have a marketing manager or a marketing person, content writer, or even someone to manage your social media. It can become a lot of time and a lot of investment. But you could be harming your business by not posting. So you do have to weigh this up. A good and easy way to get content out there without taking too much time is to curate the content. Using creative content can be quick and easy and shows you are on top of the latest industry news and trends. Something important to note when curating any content is to add your own thoughts and opinions. This shows you as an industry leader and in some cases you may even need to credit the writer or ask permission but items such as news pieces, a link share and a comment is usually okay to do. Number two, industry news. Industry news is a form of curated content and it is important for any business to keep on top of the industry news and trends. And sharing these updates to your audience will show them that you're up to date as a business. This type of content requires minimal input from you and is already created. But it is a good idea again, just like with curated content in general, to comment on the news piece, adding your own expert opinions as a business. One thing to be careful of is to ensure that the source of the news is correct. You do not want to ever be sharing false or fake news, as this won't put your business in a positive light. Number three, company news. As we've said, every company has news, whether it's a new contract, a new employee, Uh, you're attending an event, you've won an award, you've moved office, the list goes on. It is important that you show your business is doing well and you do this by sharing your company news and celebrating your company success, even if it's an employee success. If your employees just passed a big qualification as part of their role, tell people about it. Tell people you're attending a networking event and we're looking forward to it. Why not? You don't know who's watching what you're putting out there. And that person might be going to the same event and think I'll meet with them and arrange a meeting. So it is important to share company news. Plus, it shows how you're doing as a business. Moving on from that, and we just touched on it, employee news. Showing a human side of a business is key to any business. It relates to human behaviour and and just put your brand in a really, really positive light. So sharing your employee news will engage with your customers and future customers. You should celebrate their successes. And it shows that you're interested in your employees, that they're not just a number. So check with your employees, even yourself. If you're a company with just one or two people, What have you been doing? Have you been doing any training courses or qualifications? Have you got any news, family news? Share it. If it's an employee's birthday, give them a shout out. It just shows a really good human side to a brand, something that everyone can relate to. Number five, blogs. People have busy lives, so it can be hard to make them stop and read your messages. Why should they care about what you have to say? Blogs provide value for the reader as you're giving them something about a subject that they're interested in. Another good use of a blog 
is that whilst you have generated this one blog piece of content, it can be used as other pieces of content to use on your social media channels or your website. For example, it can be turned into a podcast or a video. So whilst writing a blog can be quite time consuming and in some cases an investment, it is worth it because this one piece of content can be used multiple times as other pieces of content that you can use to help market your business. Number six, podcasts. Podcasts are becoming ever so popular and are on platforms such as iTunes and Spotify, which means you can reach a much wider audience than ever before. Producing a podcast can be done relatively cheaply and even free by using good quality microphones on your phones or even on your computer. You don't have to spend a fortune on big fancy microphones and recording equipment. You can also use free software such as Audacity to edit your podcasts and install a podcast plugin for free on your website. There are hosting providers that will host your podcast for you too. So you, that can be done by helping you put it on po- podcast on iTunes or even Spotify. So these things are worth looking into. Podcasts can be listened to anywhere, anytime, even driving in the car or on a train journey. You don't need to have to read like you would a blog with a podcast because you can just sit back and listen. Posting a podcast is so simple on social media. It just requires a link and which you can share this great content anywhere. This will also help you further increase your audience. Number seven, video. As with podcasts, video is a great way of getting information to someone quickly. People have busy lives, so they don't have time sometimes to sit down and read a blog. Whilst blogs do have their place, but this is where video comes in. A video can get your message across quickly and visually and will engage the user. Your video should be able to capture your audience interest within just the first few seconds and should provide information concisely. Again, as of January 2020, 90% of internet users watched a video. This is a huge audience figure and you could be missing out on potential opportunities to connect to your customers if you don't produce any video. There are multiple free video templates on the internet and with good quality camera, you should be able to produce a video easily and free. Of course, depending on your brand, you might want to spend a little bit of money and produce a a high production video, but it is great to do and it is the most interactive content on social media. Number eight, infographics. Infographics are a visual way of showing big data or guides concisely. They provide great visuals for the user and it means they can get the information quickly. There are again free platforms online where you can create an infographic and, even, and they will even allow you to design in line with your company brand and colours and fonts. It is important that you produce your infographic not to be too wordy and it clearly is associated with your brand. Ensure you use, for example, a company logo. Again, colours, fonts. Enforce your brand within the infographic content and don't forget to make it visually appealing too. Finally, number nine, products or services. If you have some great products or a new service, you can shout about it on social media. Remember, selling is a big no-no, but by finding a solution to a customer or client's problem using your products or services, you are providing helpful content. I'll give you an example. 
If you have a product that will make life easier, then post a video on how it can help and its multi-uses. If you have services that can assist with a problem, show them how. Tell them how by relating the services to their needs. It can be a fine balance to post about a new product or service without it coming across as though you're trying to sell to an audience. But by showing your excitement for the new product or service or providing helpful ways of how this can solve a problem, then this type of post will continue to have a place on social media and you can even take it out of the 20% selling rule. So we've given you a quick overview there of the types of content you can put on social media and the two no-nos that you shouldn't do when you have a social media channel. There is more content you can put out there. We've just picked a top nine. You can really go and use lots of different methods and techniques on social media. Posting links to your website is also something else you can do. This will drive website traffic and engagement. We can go on and on about the types of content you can put out there. But if you just follow those nine key rules and the two key no-nos, then you should make your social media channel a big success. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Head over to our website if you want to know a little bit more about Promosphere and what we can do for you. And join us for our next instalment very, very soon. Thank you for listening.